everybody and welcome to another episode of look into it today we're going to talk about big agriculture and all the shenanigans they're up to with the owner of biotactics mr andrew maltby what's up andrew hey hey Eddie, what's up <laughs> thank you for joining me uh, one of my students um andrew marillo he yeah. he uh recommended uh, he hooked us up he connected us and you have a very interesting story. Um, you know, you know, most people know about most people in the conspiracy theory community know about um, DDT and how back in the day, back in the 50s or whatever, they used to say that it was it was um, uh, totally uh, safe. safe. Yeah. yeah. And then that, now we know that it, I don't know what it caused all, all sorts of cancers or whatever. But um, your industry, your company, Biotactics, very interesting. I never yeah. even really knew there was anything like this that existed. Explain exactly to my audience what Biotactics is all about. Uh, we raise good bugs that eat the bad bugs on crop. So farmers don't, don't have to spray pesticides. So uh, we have four different species. And uh, what I raise and sell is the next step up in the food chain. So you raise bugs. Pre Let me turn on this real quick. Uh, didn't it? Pre predatory mites. Yeah. Predatory mites. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they don't eat the crops. No, they they eat the uh, like spider mites and russet mites and broad mites uh, that eat the crops. Or they they spider mites suck the chlorophyll out of the leaves of a plant, yes. yeah. and then that that essentially makes the, the harvest suck. Yeah. No, so, no fuel. So um, how do you do this? Like, how, <laughs> how do you, what does it look like? Do you have any video you could show us or like? Yeah. You, yeah. Um, you raise bugs. I mean, you breathe. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Uh, I, I'm also a, uh, an expert uh, spider mite rearer or raiser. Uh, because I, I, I raise spider mites to feed to my predators to get them to reproduce. Yeah, and, and to get them addicted to it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you can't really get addicted to food. Oh, I guess you could, huh? Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the best, most nutritious type of food that they can eat is the, the spider mites. Now, um, when, when a company says, that they grow their produce organically are mm -hmm. they using these mites is that what they mean yeah they uh the, the usda has uh like their classification uh for what's considered organic versus conventional um conventional is like non-organic uh they they have these like rules that the, the farmers have to uh uh abide by 
and then they'll be considered organic, but there's like loopholes and all kinds of stuff. But the main difference between organic and conventional crops are the use of neonicotinoid insecticides and fungicides. So what do you mean? So uh, organic produce doesn't have that or they do have that? They have, uh, they don't have it. Okay, so organic is good. Because I'm yes, thinking, you know, definitely. organic is definitely good. Even if you go to like uh, your your local supermarket and anything that says organic, I just think I I just figure, like, how do you know it's organic? And is it is it uh, could it how easily could they be uh, bullshitting about it? And um, you know what I mean? Because you always hear about yeah. you always hear about products that list uh, certain ingredients, but they actually don't have it when they're analyzed or not mm-hmm. list ingredients that are in it that they find when they analyze so it's like like how do you know if they're telling the truth or not who's who's checking in on this or how do they prove well, that it's organic i i don't think every single crop gets tested i think they're they're randomly tested so as yeah. long as like uh certain parts of like an, an entire like bushel or whatever gets uh tested correctly then uh then they don't lose their certification. But so the, organic, the, organic means there's no pesticides, correct? There are really uh, weak pesticides, and they uh, they have like a like a much higher set of uh, requirements for like the toxicity levels of the pesticides. No systemics, that's for sure. So like, there's systemic insecticides or pesticides where you uh they mix it into the water and then irrigate it in and then the plant takes it up so then the entire plant becomes toxic Shit. yeah and, and so basically would you say that non-organic produce is not even worth eating i mean i mean they're putting so much uh, shit inside they, have you heard about it's this probably side? better than processed foods but it's there's a lot of bad shit that that, that goes along with it too yeah, so people, you, you go to a restaurant and you order a salad thinking you're eating healthy meanwhile mm-hmm. there's you're eating all these pesticides and you hear yeah. about you hear about i don't know if it's true or not but they're saying that they're going to start vaccinating the crops with that I, it, like I is that real i i'm i'm not sure i that i just saw like a headline like yesterday and i, I didn't read into it too much but i did i did see mrna and like agriculture together I'm not sure how they would do that but that's essentially uh, GMO, right? Yeah. And so these mites that you raise and breed, mm-hmm. um, how do they get released into, uh, the fields? Uh, they, uh, um, they either can be sprinkled out by the farmers, like, like in the strawberry fields, like they're like several city blocks worth of like, uh, strawberry fields and they're on rows. Yeah. And you could just walk walk through the rows and just sprinkle them. Or um, recently, we've uh, we've started doing drone releases yeah. because when when you're working in like orchards, like a tree, um, they're too high to walk. By. It's yeah, you you just throw the bottle, and I've heard that that works for some people. But um, when you're doing like a thousand acres or like three thousand acres, which we've done done before. Um, it's just a lot, uh, faster and, uh, 
more even applications with a drone. Now these mites, do they, do they bite people? Do they get on people and, and give them? No. They don't bite people at all? No. The, the spider mites actually, like, they, they will bite, but it feels like, like an itch. Like a mosquito bite? No, n- not even that. Just like, like you know, if, if you get like a, like a strong itch. Yeah. Like, that, that's what it feels like. And how big are the spider mites? Are they are they like microscopic? Are they? Uh... You can see them with their with your eyes. Uh, they're like the tip of this pen. Oh, they're super small. Yeah, there there's some videos on my on my in- Instagram or uh, YouTube where it shows them like in uh, really close up, and they have like red eyes and they're crazy looking. And then uh... let's see that Hibbler. So on your YouTube is your YouTube uh, biotactics? Yeah. All right. Now, what is the message you want to give? There's something going on, some uh, yeah. shenanigans going on with the government. And uh, um, are, do you deal with Monsanto or anything? Here they are. These are, the, these are the spider mites? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't look cool. So non-organic produce might have, might look like this? Yeah. Well, and... So, yeah, the, the, that's one of the reason, reasons why I came on here, like, is to show. That's cool, huh? Attack. Oh, those are all spider mites. <laughs> no, the, those are my predators. Oh, those are on, the, uh... on that same leaf, like five minutes later. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're just going nuts on them. I, wow. have, a, I, have, a, I have a proprietary rearing processes that, that make my predators, like, literally like 10 or 50, 50 times better than any other insectary in the world. Uh, your, so your bugs eat more spider mites than the average. Uh, what, yes. what, what are these bugs called? The good ones? What are they called? Predatory mites. Predatory mites. So yeah, do there's, you, guys, uh, do you guys call them PMs or anything? No. Uh, or just predator. Wow. And and that's about as big as they get. They don't they don't grow bigger than that. No, no, <laughs> I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah, and and where do you uh, grow them? You you have like a like a warehouse somewhere? You don't uh, grow them like in your garage, do you? No, we have a um, I have a small uh, farm in Menifee, California. That I uh, I raise the spider mites in greenhouses because the spider mites need uh, plants to. to Re- reproduce yeah and uh i i use li- lima bean plants for that and that's what grows in my greenhouses and then i extract just the spider mite eggs and feed them to the predators in a lab setting that's what makes them reproduce so fast wow and, yeah so would you say most organic produce uh, they they uh have these predatory mites yeah probably and- because the like legal, like green pesticides, um, they don't work all that well. And but, so predators work a lot better um, because like it's the next step up in the food chain. Like, like when, you, when you're dealing with monocrops, like, like you till like an entire like area and prep it for a, a, a turn it into a agriculture field and plant like thousands and thousands of plants that aren't native there, it throws off the whole ecosystem. 
So that's why you get really bad pest problems. And then, so what you want to do is balance that with, by bringing in uh, the native predators as well. Like what? Like what else? Like, uh, like phalasis. That's a, that's a, like you, you, you want to use the predatory mite that is native to whatever climate that you're growing your whatever in. Okay. Okay. Now, now, um, DDT it was a pesticide. Oh. Is a pesticide, yeah. right? And yeah, they don't, DDT. They don't use that anymore, right? No, no. It it the thing with DDT is uh, so I actually went to school for chemistry and then I started doing biological stuff. So uh, my chemistry knowledge is coming in handy recently. Um, DDT was originally used to kill uh, mosquitoes in. Uh, water sources like in third world countries and like i think in world war ii like uh, because they, it actually saved a lot of lives of soldiers uh, from like malaria and stuff um yeah. and, and they're like oh this stuff is awesome it saves lives let's bring it back home and put it on our crops and and then uh it took like a decade or so to realize that it poisons the entire food chain. Like it goes all the way up. So like uh, it, they spray it on the crops and then it gets inside uh, it, the insect and then the birds or like a fish that eat that insect gets it and it accumulates, bioaccumulates. And then it gets inside the eagles that eat the fish. So it just goes all the way up. Well, so they they found DDT in eagles, yeah, and hawks. Yep. And so they it's illegal now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, now, what's going on with uh, your situation with your predatory mites? Okay, so um, I I got a shipment of lima bean seeds that were treated with a neonicotinoid insecticide. And uh, so like when there, there's, there's a couple of different ways to uh, implement a, an insecticide. If you're growing from seed, you can spray it on the seed. And then once it germinates and grows, um, it's in, it's in the, the plant for, for life. But, uh, or you can water it in once the plant's grown and then you can actually spray it on. And the, uh, the seed treatments last last the the longest by far because it, it gets into the first root that comes out of the seed because um, it's like a sponge right so the seeds like a sponge so it sucks in water and as it sucks in the water it, it the pesticide coating on the seed goes in with it and then it it stays inside that the first germinated root. That sounds crazy. And, <laughs> that sounds crazy that that I don't. Most people don't know this. That pesticides, yeah. you you spray yeah. them on a seed, and the whole it's going to be part of Inside the, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. What the? Uh, yeah, that's that's the systemic part of it, and uh, systemics are just bad news, man. Because you know it it's in the plant when they get harvested. Like just because it has minimal effect on humans, it has effects on everything else 
But you, people, anyways, think, so people, I, people think like myself that pesticides are something that you spray on top of plants that are already uh, blossomed or grown. And yeah. then when you get the produce at home, you make sure you, you rinse you it off it. and then everything's cool. That's what everybody thinks, right? Yeah, yeah, no, they, they've, they've actually, gone way past that. Way past that. It's gross. So, okay, so I, I, I actually had to file an insurance claim because like I lost, I used to have five species of predators that I reared. Um, that, and the, okay, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll get to that. Sorry. Um, yeah, you take your time. Let's hear the whole story. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I I just I just found out last year that uh, I uh, I have Aspergers, which was which makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm not like just like a spat as I guess. Anyways, um, okay. So uh, yeah, so these chemicals are like super regulated by the EPA. Um, and so I got eight pallets of this lima bean seed and every single bag, 320 bags, so it was 40 bags per, per pallet and eight pallets, 320 bags. Each one of those had to have a, a, a label sewn into it saying what it, what the seeds were treated with. And it just listed the fungicide that I always get because you know it lasts for like six months, so um, it's better for storage, right? And uh, so no neonicotinoid was listed. So it took me a couple of weeks. Sam Tripley and I are coming to your town. Catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy. Follow me on Instagram at tinfoil hat comedy night, September eighth. We'll be in Dallas, Texas, and September 9th, Austin. Go to samtriply.com for more information and to buy your tickets. See you on the road. We, we go from seed to harvest in 10 or 11 days. And the first harvest, spider mite harvest, from that batch of seed within like 18 hours after feeding the, the spider mite eggs to the predators, um, the next morning, from 4 p.m. to the next morning, all of them died. And at first, I, I, I didn't know, like, what had killed them. Like, it looked like, like somebody had, like, fumigated the, the rooms, you know? Like, they, everything was just dead. And so I, I and at that at that time, we, we were raising, like, uh, like the eight weeks before that were our biggest eight week uh, was our biggest eight week period as far as sales ever. Like by like two times, like we were killing it. Why do you so think that I, is? Why? Because are more people now into organic produce than ever before? Is that what's going on? Well. Uh, Spider mites are notorious for develop, de developing resistance to chemicals. Okay. And in California, there's a million acres of almonds. And we did trials the previous years on almonds, dropping them with a drone. And they did way better than uh, miticides. So 
this one big farm uh, wanted to do all of their acreage with us. All 4,000 acres of almonds. And then a couple of their neighbors did too. So it's it a big deal for us. And uh, um, and previously, so we, nope. So previously, these weren't organic almonds. They were regular almonds using regular pesticides. Well, the yeah, pesticides stopped working, so they decided to use the mites. Even though they weren't trying to go organic, they just used them just because they because did they work the, better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They they weren't organic, right? So, but but it was still a solution for their spider mite problem, and. Uh, like they were like blown away. Like I had them, like there were farmers in uh, Colinga. Do you know where Colinga is? Never heard of it. It's just like north. Sacramento? It's like an hour north of the grapevine. Okay. The, the, the far side of the grapevine. Like past Bakersfield? Um, I think it's, yeah, maybe it's, it's west of Bakersfield. Okay. Okay. And, uh, uh, I, I had farmers from there calling me to invest in my company because like they were just amazed at like how well it worked and uh because I, i'm the only one in, in the world that has that species that uh that can thrive in central valley heat and uh so so on the production level i thought there was like a there was like a bacteria buildup um, in our cultures, in our culture trays, um, because we never had that big of a turnover, you know? And, uh, so I sterilized everything and, uh, this is that, this is after you found like, after they were mind, dead, after yeah. all your predatory, all of them were dead. Yeah. Oh. So I, and that's keep in never mind, happened before. Nothing like that. Has never. Ever no. And we've had a collapse, two collapses before, but it was never, uh, like it was always from like 8 million predators to like 1 million, never all of them. Yeah. So, uh, but there, there was still like spider, uh, predatory, my eggs left in the culture. So I picked out a bunch of eggs. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Like working with them under the microscope. They're like, it's like a whole different little world. Um, and then, okay. So the predator eggs hatched. And then uh, they kept dying. Like, so it was, it had to be something in the food, the spider mite eggs that, that we were feeding them. So I backtracked it and I was like, you know, that it kind of coincides with that last batch of seed. And so I called my, my seed, uh, seed warehouse and they said that, no, it's the same treatment that we always get. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, eh, I don't believe you. Um, so I sent them into uh, uh, one of the pesticide residue labs and uh, it came back with uh, like full, like not even just minorly contaminated, that they were treated with like the strongest neonic available. And on all the, the, um, all the literature, they, for all the patents, um, none of the neonics work on uh, spider mites. But what they don't tell you 
is that it accumulates inside the spider mites and the spider mites condense it and pass it, pass it on to their offspring. So the eggs that were raised, the eggs that came from the spider mites that were raised on that plant were, were like three times as toxic as the adults that laid the eggs. Like well, they get more toxic. Them. The offspring yeah. get more. And that's what toxic. I fed my predator. Yeah. Oh, so okay, so uh, let me clear this up real quick. So mm -hmm. the food that you ordered for your predatory mites, which are spider mite eggs, they come on uh, plants or something, right? They they come on leaves. I I, I plant lima bean seeds. Okay. In our greenhouses, and they they grow, and uh, this that that particular batch had been treated with a neonic without my knowledge. There was no labeling, no nothing. So uh, I had no idea that the lima bean plants were inherently like toxic. So I. So the lima bean plants were toxic, and so were the spider mite eggs. Both of them. Yeah. Are they, so are they together so were the spider mites too. Yeah, no, we, we, we actually lay some of the old lima bean plants onto the new ones that like super to infest them. So okay. we, 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 uh, yeah, so we infest the new lima bean plants with some of the old lima bean plants that have a ton of spider mites on them. And then those, they, they transfer over and then reproduce on, uh, it's like fresh green material. And then, they do that for like five days. So we get like a few, like, like two more generations out of them. So like every two or three days, there's a new generation. And so that means like the first batch of seed or eggs that were laid, the first toxic eggs hatched and became adults and were able to eat and then lay their own egg again so it, it was like two times more toxic two generations full that's crazy they get more toxic you would think as the generation generations go they would get less talk you yeah. would think you would think that but they get more toxic yeah so then then they kill all your predatory mites yeah because the eggs were super toxic and now you're trying and to sue somebody i mean something's going on well, right yeah yeah people people like companies that that can handle that are licensed to handle those kind of chemicals have to have a certain level of insurance but it's called eno insurance errors errors and omissions and uh so they, they have like a two million dollar policy and it took me a, over a year and a half to get from like the day that they all died july 16th or 17th 2021 and i i had <laughs> I had a six-week-old son, my my first son or first child. Um, he was six weeks old when that happened. It was kind of a it was a bad bad time. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, and then we just cleared it. We the the check just cleared for uh, it was less than half of their max policy in December, this past December. So then- uh, oh, you, won a yeah. you won the settlement, they paid, they paid you- uh, Yeah, they, like I, I couldn't even, 
had to take the, their last offer because uh, like I couldn't even afford a bankruptcy attorney. They had screwed me over so bad. And the, the, those online growers, like they, they only got the first half of their, uh, of their program. Like they were all gonna get a second application in like late July and then one in August. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't get it because I'm the only one in the world that has those names. And so I couldn't fulfill my obligations to them. So that's a bad taste in their mouth about me and my business. And like it, the, the timing of that, just it's starting to feel more and more suspicious. Like it wasn't an accident. Like the timing is so perfect to like affect my business, like not just on, not, not just the sales side, but like my reputation. Like there was these big growers that put their faith in me, you know, and there was the almonds. So what do you think is going on? You think there's? Some- I don't know. I don't know. It's just I couldn't mention any of that because uh, if if there was like any malice in the in the the mistake uh, mistake, then the insurance would be void. So I didn't want to even mention that. But uh, you know, the more and more people are like, you know, <laughs> it makes sense that somebody's trying to. You get ready, you know. Yeah. Oh man. So, so if this company that uh, sold you all that shit, uh, if they did it on purpose, then the insurance company wouldn't have to pay you. Yeah. You'd have to go after them personally. Yeah. It w- it would be criminal. Yeah. And it's since it's an LLC, they they can just file for bankruptcy and disappear. Yeah. Uh, are you allowed to? Like talk about possible theories, conspiracy theories about. Um, I mean, I was, I had a big foot in the door of a very big market. You know, uh, we chart, we uh, we treated like six thousand acres over like eight weeks, and there's a million acres of almonds in California. And we were like, that could have been the new thing right there, right? Yeah. And that, that, like the chemical companies are so in bed with, with these high policy makers and, uh, high, high power people in the ag community. The ag community is, is riddled with corruption especially in California, I'm realizing like the strawberries. Uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, 85% of the strawberries in, um, excuse me, 85% of the strawberries in California, no, 85% of the strawberries in the U S come from California. The other 15% come from Florida. So, uh, and it's a $4 billion a year market strawberries in California and strawberry growers used like 10 times as many predatory mites than any other crop. And, uh, 
like there's there's a California Strawberry Commission that does like the policies and all like works with like Sacramento, you know, and then uh, the commission funds half of the Cal Poly San Luis Obispo Strawberry Center. I'm Eddie Bravo, founder of 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu with over 150 schools and over 30,000 soldiers worldwide. Music has always been my deepest passion. Without that musical journey that I took, uh, I probably wouldn't be here right now. I can't tell my music story without having my uh, musical partner my whole life and best friend, Mr. James Watson. I said, I want to be in a band no matter what. Oh, well, there it is. I got to move to Los Angeles. I said, I got to go to that place. If this California is supporting metal. Me and James just started making music. Mastering the Metal, the story of James Watson and Eddie Bravo. Print and audiobook available now. And that's where like a lot of the strawberry work gets done at the at Cal Poly. And uh, I, so right after our uh, uh, the check cleared in December, we the big time for applications for uh, for strawberries was from the beginning of December to like the end of March like a four month period where they, they release a lot of predatory mites, like the, like more, more predatory mites get sold during that four month period than all the eight months combined. Why is that? It... Strawberries. There's a lot of strawberries. No, is that when they, um, is that when they ripen or something? Is... Um, Why that's... is it that time? That's strawberry season. There's, okay. there's, uh, so like that's, like, that's when thirty-five thousand acres of strawberries are being grown. Yeah. And then there's a small season in the summer that's like seven thousand acres. So, but there's thirty-five thousand acres of strawberries being grown and harvested during that time. Okay. So now you you finally got the check. So. And yeah, and then trying to rebuild. Yeah, the business. Um, yeah, I'm selling. Uh, I'm selling predators to the strawberry guys in uh, all throughout December, and then I get a call from one of my PCAs, which are uh, plant like they're pest control advisors, right? So they're uh, they uh, they get hired, contracted with farmers to walk their fields and look at like pest issues, and then they prescribed. X amount of predators per acre or use this spray because you have this other type of pest or whatever. And, uh, and, uh, the PCAs are the ones that place the orders with, uh, with the insectaries like me, not the farmers themselves. Um, and the PCA, this particular PCA called me and was like, Hey, we're not, we're not seeing any, any, uh, predators on like any of our fields. And like, I know it's been a, an issue with, uh, with strawberries um, that they haven't gotten good results with predators in like the past like 10 years. 
even though they use the most. They want them to be to work out, you know, and uh, that that's one of the reasons why they the Strawberry Commission helped build the uh, the Cal Poly Strawberry Center. So part of what the Strawberry Center does is they get uh, bottles of predators from farmers and they do quality control tests uh, of like everybody. And um, like all, all, the, all, the, all the different insectaries, there's probably three or four other big brands um, that all rear the same, they all have like the, the same predatory mites and they're all reared like the same way. So like they're not, they're, they're just big brands is all. There's nothing really special about them, um, but they do have high volume. So they, uh, uh, so my my quality control uh, results have always been like the the highest, right? Because I I raise them in California, in Riverside County. And a lot of the other ones are reared either in Canada or like Europe and then shipped over. So uh, uh, I found out that they used one of these neonics, the strawberry growers, a month before they start applying. So like in the first week of November, they watered in one of these neonics. And a neonic, and is, a, neonic is a pesticide? What is that? Yeah, yeah. The, the it's the same type of it's a systemic insecticide. So okay, it's the bad they, one. One of the bad. Yeah, yeah. There's three three major ones. Um, like they they invented neo neonicotinoids because they uh, they took a page out of like Mother Nature's book. Um, the tobacco plant never has any pest issues because nicotine is a uh, natural insecticide. Whoa, I never knew that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, so there's yeah, no they, need. They... So, so um, tobacco, you're talking about tobacco leaves. They're all, mm -hmm. so basically to tobacco leaves are organic just by nature. Yeah. Yeah. Just what, what happens after the, the plants are grown, that's what makes them like extra toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Like they get sprayed with stuff. Uh, so yeah, I, I found out that that they water in, they irrigate or chemigate uh, one of these neonics um, in the first week of November, and then they start applying four weeks later. But that particular one it lasts like sixty days. So they they've been using this neonic against like aphids and white flies. And, uh, but the spider mites are the, by far the worst pest. Um, so, but, so whenever they apply all these predators, the predators die because the spider mites are toxic. They don't get control until the end of March. Hmm. And there's a reason for that. It's because all of March, the, that, that's when the spider mites aren't toxic anymore. But they're applying for three full months before that hmm. but don't no, the, but don't they the issue I, I, I thought so you're saying by march the spider mites are no longer 
uh, toxic. But weren't we just talking about how they get more toxic as the generations go on? They what do, but they, so. It's they, only with certain kind of pesticides, not with this one in particular. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as like, it, cause they, they, they will die off. So then once they start feeding on, uh, on clean plant material, yeah. the, the following generation will have less and less and less. Okay. Okay. But as long, as long as the, the, as long as the, the, predator i'm sorry the, the spider mite is feeding on a toxic plant then uh then it gets, it gets more and more toxic okay i, mm-hmm. I understand and so, so now um you had a strawberry farmer sprayed some of his strawberries with a neonic so that's gonna eventually kill the predatory mites because they're eating the spider mites that are eating the or in, or uh, eating the yeah. pesticide yeah and uh so in the like that's when i i like made the connection like what happened to me with the lima bean plants is happening in the strawberry fields like everybody needs to know this and then i got like there were walls like everybody just shut down like nobody wanted to hear it okay okay so what happened was um, you got uh, all your 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 predatory mites got killed. Yeah, you, you, you got it. I rebuilt. Track. So we're, rebuilt. We're, yeah. and then now you're figuring out that man, they're doing it out on the fields too. Yeah, yeah. What what happened to me is happening out in the fields, um, of at least the strawberry fields. And that's and- probably why they're not as effective uh, the predatory mites as they yeah. want them to be, right? Maybe they don't need to be applying 10 times as many as every other crop. Maybe they just need to do it later or not use the neonics at all. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. There's uh, there's, there's like, they're being used for, um, white fly and, uh, aphids. And there, there's other biocontrols for that. So why kill all the bees? Cause that, like if the entire plant is toxic and the the flowers need to be pollinated by by a bee or something like that uh to then it gets turned into a strawberry those bees get all fucked up because they're they're bringing the pollen back from a, the insecticide laced pollen back to the hive and they're they're uh i think that they're to blame for the for the all the honeybee collapses the pesticides these particular types of pesticides yes the neon the the neonicotinoids and that's like it comes from nicotine and that's why tobacco leaves don't require pesticides something about it right well yeah that's that's the it's a, a uh, acetylcholine or choline blocker like it it stimulates like their 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 brains and then they basically have, like have a heart attack if you smoke a cigarette uh would that keep the bugs away is that kind of like a, is, that, <laughs> is that kind of like an insect repellent uh uh 
I've never tried it, but uh, I I don't know. Probably maybe I, I wouldn't what, I wouldn't I, bank on that. I did. You know what? I did hear that. Uh, uh, I was watching this documentary on Fidel Castro, and he was living in the jungle, building his uh, resistance. You know, out of farmers and and just like peasants and stuff. And mm -hmm. he was always smoking a cigar. And I think in the documentary they mentioned that he, you know, everyone was smoking cigars to keep the bugs away. That, maybe, that, uh, maybe there's something to that. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, like, have you seen like, like in the cartoons, like they, they have like those, uh, like pump sprayers, yes. of, like smoke, yes. yeah. like for, uh, like the honeybee keepers. Yes. Like, what's, what's inside that? Shit, I, I never looked at look it. Doesn't look yeah. good. Now, well, it, now it, are it, you, it must work then. Are you, um, are you in the process of uh, doing something like some kind of yeah, like class yeah. action lawsuit or something? Like what's going on? Uh, well, first off, um, so what what I found out is that one of these chemical companies they uh they sold they they owned a uh, an insectary predatory mite insectary from it was founded in 1979 and then it was sold to a french uh hedge fund in 2016 um so from 1979 to 2016 this chemical company uh, they sold neonicotinoids uh, even though they were invented in the 90s so from the 90s until 2016 they uh, they sold these neonicotinoids to the farmers in california and then they sold them predatory mites and when the predatory mites didn't work because the neonic made, made the spider mites toxic, uh, they had a whole bunch of spider mite, or miticides to sell them. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's called racketeering. I want that upper body clench. That's what I'm, I'm going after. With the underhook, looking for double underhooks. Fucking, that's a juicy ass clench. Double, perfect double underhooks, you're on your side, boom. That's all perfect. In my game, for me, I'm like, I've got this motherfucker. First fight in Abu Dhabi 2003 against Gustavo Dantas. I got right in and got double, perfect double underhooks. So I'm like, oh my God, I had him in a lockdown, perfect double under, really quick. He just gave it to me. I'm like, and I was just sitting there going, oh my God, he just gave it to me. That was just off the front headlock, 100%. Push into him, you want to smash him, and then jump on that leg. You want to rush them so they don't have a, so they're off balance. You jump on that leg, try to, you hook that leg, you're going to take their back or put them in the truck. Either one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, creating they, a market. Yeah, they sell, they sell them the predatory mites. They, uh, they sell them the, the, the neonic that, uh, that makes the spider mites toxic. Yes. And then they sell on predatory mites. And then the predatory mites don't won't work. work. Yeah. So then, the then forces they have them a, back. It forces them back to the, wow. The, they have to spray miticides. Yeah, it turns them, 
it turns uh, them off to the predatory mites. Yeah, it, and you know, like I'm, I'm sure that like there hasn't been any lawsuits filed, but uh, <laughs> that sounds pretty bad. And as soon as I get people's attention, everyone, uh, <laughs> I'd like to, you know, look into that possibility. Now, what does Monsanto have to do with this, if anything at all? I mean, is Monsanto part of this, uh, you know? No, they, they're not part of the, the chemical makers uh, okay. that I know of. I think that they might, no, I think, yes, actually, because Monsanto got bought by Bayer, I believe. I remember hearing something like that, yes. Bayer is... Uh, they they make uh, Neonex and uh, Syngenta makes Neonex and they're owned and as of 2018 they're owned by a uh, Chinese company, Chinese Chemical Corporation. So pesticides are more profitable than predatory mites. Is that how they're looking yeah. at it? Or is there something more yeah. sinister than that behind it? You think? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, like th this is definitely something that we should uh, look into. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you have this podcast. Well, well so what? It, it started out with um, okay. So I know I, I have my, uh, my story, and uh, I'm pretty confident that if someone were to test all three major neonics on the strawberries like from start to finish to find out how long they last in inside the plant and then how long each one will make the the spider mites toxic toxic for so from start to finish because the, the the label says like 14 to 21 days and that's definitely not correct um but the head of entomology at the the cal poly strawberry center like she was totally in like Dr. Sarah Zukov. She, uh, <laughs> she was like, wow, that makes so much sense, you know? And so she was like a quarter of the way into the, the experiment. And I just found out that she got fired. Hmm. Yeah. So she, uh, for not, for reasons that are more administrative than uh, uh, job performance wise. Like she didn't write enough blog posts, but like the PCAs and the strawberry growers all loved her. Like they're all upset that she got fired. But it's, that's, that's kind of a weird time when you think she's barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, like how would you like everything to play out, and what what um, what needs to be done to when would be best if we is there a, a way that uh, you think it's possible that we can get to a place where we don't need pesticides at all, or at least yeah. like super toxic ones? We just right if we just uh, figured out the whole predatory mite thing and why they died and the spider mites. Yeah, I, well, I like that racket. You know that, like selling the neonics and then selling the predators and then, be, and then forcing the farmers to buy miticides. Like I would like to find out who developed, who uh, who 
develop that plan and and then who knew about that plan and did it anyway um i would like them to be uh they need to be accountable for that now how do you get the predatory mites out of, of do people ever go to the supermarket buy produce and then they see a couple little predatory mites on them still left and you gotta like you gotta wash uh, predatory mites off or are they already gone by the time they get to the store they're uh, yeah they're, they're gone by the time they they get to the store usually because they're they're hunters first and foremost so uh they're they're not going to stick around for, during like the transport process because i'm like it's like what a 20.0 earthquake the type of car ride or a truck ride on the way there um for them you know how small they are and where do they end and up they how long do they live these predatory mites couple days how long do they with live? with with no food they'll starve to death in like three days um but from start from like if Earth. they get all the food they need and they're they're in the right temperature periods almost two months okay okay um take us back how did you get into this is, is this like a family business how did you end up yeah doing this? yeah it's uh it was the newer family business uh it is now um uh i come from a aerospace family okay so uh so like um, hughes aircraft uh rockwell my mom my mom worked for hughes aircraft she was like um like howard hughes uh hughes aircraft was uh yeah i guess originally it comes from howard hughes but it's um i think it's like it's i all i know she was like uh you know on a factory assembly line inspecting little parts for something to go up in the air yeah yeah something little she was in, inspecting little pieces of electronic equipment that go on planes i guess but she did that for a while um oh, that's cool. and so your parents how did your parents yeah my my dad was laid off like uh from rockwell uh when mcdonald douglas bought him and uh i was in eighth grade and my my grandpa had worked there as well um he worked on like the, the apollo missions and stuff um and uh like he didn't have a degree but like we're we've, we've all been like we have engineering in our blood my grandpa was a aerospace engineer and my dad was like a project manager but he uh he got laid off and then he became a project manager for another company and then he got laid off again and he randomly applied for a greenhouse manager position um uh my senior year of high school 2002 and uh, it was for some bug company and like we we lost our house like we were on like we had food stamps like we were what city was this uh, in? Where were you living at this time? Uh, Menifee and Temecula. Um, okay. I was going to school in Temecula. But we lived in Menifee. We moved in with my grandma uh, after we lost our house in Marietta. And uh, uh, yeah, it was really, really tough there for a while. And so my dad got a job uh, 
with Biotactics from the founders in 2002. And uh, these founders uh, had made Biotactics in response to the uh, DVT getting uh, um, outlawed in 1972. Okay, so now your dad is working, now what, your dad is working for this company and what, what are they, are they, they're growing predatory mites already at this point? Yeah, they, but they, they didn't know how to get the, just the eggs off. And my dad figured that out. And uh, he figured I, out I, how to get spider mite eggs to feed the predatory mites. Pure eggs, yeah. And, and they weren't uh, doing that. How did they feed them before? Um, they would put the predatory mites on the plants when there's spider mites on them. And they would eat, eat everything on the plant from there. And then they would clean up the plant and then climb upwards. They all climb upwards whenever they're hunting. And then they get stuck in a chamber. They, so the predatory mites get stuck in a chamber. A chamber of what? The plant? Uh, a chamber, like a holding facility. Because so, that, that's like connected to the top of the plant. So as soon as they reproduce on the plant and, and they climb up to the tip of the plant and then there's a pathway into a chamber, like a floating, it's hanging. So that, like a, that's meant to, uh, to capture the, the, the predatory mites? Mm -hmm. It's like a tactic. So you grow them plants and then on top of every plant, there's like a little metal container or something yeah that's a plastic yeah and that's and you just know they're gonna go up there yeah and yeah because they, they it's been do well documented that they hunt upwards so if well, there's no food and there's no one to go then they will go up and then they kind of just get rid of themselves that way yeah they then they clean go into a chamber up. and that and they, they can't get out yeah wow so but, then you go there's someone that goes by and picks up all these chambers yeah are they all dead by the time they pick them up or do you do you reuse no. them later uh they well they harvest them and then they sell them so but but the thing about that that uh, that type of rearing um predatory mites are only as uh effective as as they can reproduce because the females in the insect world consume and like they do all the, the big work, right? Um, like a black widow, you know, um, the females eat five times as much as the males because they're laying eggs like four to four to six per day. So they have to, and the eggs are almost as big as their abdomen. So they have to consume a lot just to make those eggs. And, uh, but they, when predatory mites are starved and not fed, it stops their egg laying ability. Um, so they're starved essentially off the plant because that, that, that's why they, they go into the chamber because they're looking for food because there's none on the plant. Then they're harvested and then put in bottles or whatever and ships 
from Europe all the way to the US and then re-bottled and then they go to the farmer and then they get released. So they get released several times, a couple times? Well, they, they get shipped like three times over after they're already starved off of the plant. So you only get, you, you don't get the, the future generations when, when they're reared that way because they, they stop laying eggs by the time that they uh, get applied to the end user. So in Europe, whoever makes whoever breeds these predatory mites they use them first on crops that are local and then they capture them and then they send them like oh these are used they're not going to last that long so then they just ship oh. them all over the world is that how they do no it? no they 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 have like they plant uh lima beans um mostly uh in the same way that uh like specifically to rear predatory mites Okay. Okay. So they have so lima that's, beans, that's, like crops. That's a good idea. Yeah. Lima bean crops. They have little chambers on top of each plant. Mm-hmm. Huh. I wonder how that looks. That, that so it's just a bunch of little chambers on top of plants, and yeah. they release the predator, the predator, predatory mites, and they go up. And if there's no, they'll eat the spider mite eggs if there's if they come across them, but they keep going up end up in the mm-hmm. chamber and then they ship the chambers off to farmers around the world. Yep. That's, that's how everybody else does it. And that's not how you do it. No, we, I extract just the spider mite eggs and uh, they're like in a little cup and we feed them to uh, predators and uh, it, our cultures are well fed. They, they double and triple overnight. So we get two to three eggs happening every single day and they're never starved. So that allows, that allows us to rear um, predators species that no one else can rear because not all of them go up to the top of the plant. So they, they can't be harvested. Only one species can do that. Interesting. Interesting. You said your, your uh, grandfather worked um, for NASA. Yeah. Oh, no, for Rockwell International. And you said he was involved in the moon missions? Yeah. <laughs> are, you, uh, are, are you a believer that we, you believe we went to the moon? You believe we landed? I, I, I do. You do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know that much about me, do you? Yeah, no, I, I, I know you. That's um, why I'm smiling. Yeah, there's, um, <laughs> there's a video I wanted to show you. Uh, it's pretty funny. I'm a big fan of Elon, but I, I, I do agree, uh, that, uh, putting all of our data in one man's hands is not a good idea. You, uh, do you, did you see him launch that Tesla? Yeah. What'd you think about yeah. that? Oh, the, the, the atmosphere, there's no atmosphere there uh, in space. So like, do, do you think? Do you think that the moon is round? For all your 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu merchandise, please visit 10thplanetjj.com slash shop. We also got a look into a t-shirt that just dropped. Thank you very much for your support. I don't, I'm not sure what the moon is. I know it's its own light. I know that they... Uh, oh, it has its own light. It is its own light. 
I mean, that's super, that's super easy to tell. They got the world believing that when you look at the moon, the moonlight, that bulb that's shining down through clouds, uh-huh. through clouds shining, it's so bright, so goddamn bright. What is the moon made of? Crystal or mirrors? I thought it was like moon dust or sand. That's science will tell you that's not how light reflects off dirt. That's science. Sci- light does not reflect off dirt and comes back with a beam. A beam, you could see the moon through the clouds because it's it's shining a light through the through the clouds. That's not how that's the sun. That's the sun? Isn't that the sun? You tell me. What is it? That why would you say it was the sun? Because it's because it looks like a light. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the sun or is that the moon? Well, I see a, a, a this. I don't know which, which one is it. What is it? It says moon full shine clouds. Yeah, the the moon does that all the time. It the moon is really easy. It's like that. Um, uh, all you got to do is look at it and keep track well, of it. Well, I it's definitely I, not I have moon, a telescope. Okay. I've and? I've seen I've seen uh I've seen like uh, the divots in the moon yeah, with my telescope. That, I don't know what that is exactly. I I don't the moon is um is uh hey Hibbler, do you have and, that little that little you know that one scientist I forget phases, his name who was talking phases about phases of the moon? Yes. I I So uh, how does that how does that work? What do you mean? How does the phases work? Like, uh, you know, there's like a new moon is like is when it's, it's gone and then it, it, it goes from like a crescent and then grows and grows and grows until it's hey, like hey, around that that one scientist guy was talking about the moon being plasma. Do you got that ready to go? There we go. Consider myself to be an ordinary, humble person who wants to serve mankind with what we, man has striven for from the beginning of consciousness with truth and understanding of the world. Well, now, one thing, you have a theory about the moon, and we expect to be able to get observable facts about the moon fairly soon. Um, what is your theory? Well, uh, it is by now rather more than a theory. Uh, 10 or 11 years ago, I stated to various scientists that the moon is not a piece of rock, but it is uh, plasma, cosmic plasma. Gravitational theories are out and the new concept of the cosmos and of its laws has to be evolved. This fact will eventually be confirmed. I made certain predictions which were already confirmed in 1958 and the situation now is coming close to a complete confirmation. What will be the result if you are proved to be correct in your theories? The result will be uh, profound and decisive because if the moon is a plasma, no man will ever land on it. The, The Americans and Russians are thinking of landing men on it. Oh, well, that will never happen. <laughs> There's another one I found. Have, ha, have you ever uh, been, uh, had a window seat on a plane? Uh, about uh, 10,000 times. Yeah? Yeah. And you couldn't see, like, the curves? Oh, um, how, high, how high does a, a plane, a commercial airline, usually fly? Uh, cross cross countries normally about thirty five thousand feet. I think. Yeah, about thirty five thousand feet. Um, do you know how high, uh, like a high altitude plane goes? Mm. Eighty thousand, maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I know F- Felix Baumgartner when he did the the balloon, it was like a hundred thousand feet. About a hundred and hundred and ten thousand. Twenty. 
And yeah. did you, do you know what a fish-eyed lens is? Yeah. Yes. What is that? What is that? Uh, a lot of the, the skater, uh, skateboarding videos. Right? But what does a fish-eyed lens do to the image? Isn't it, it's bowed, right? It's a bowed. What's a bow? Is that like a curve? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Are they, can anybody, does anybody have access to fish-eyed lens or only like high-level scientists? Oh yeah, I, anybody, right? I, I don't Aren't know. Like twenty, right, like, like forty dollars at Best Buy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right, and so a fish-eyed lens, a fish-eyed are, are, lens. GoPro. Hey, Kibler, find find the the Neil deGrasse Tyson bomb gardener jump, right? Yeah. Okay. A dude who jumped out of a perfectly good balloon. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Felix. Felix Bumgardner. Uh, he would have been about two millimeters above the surface of this globe. That's his edge of space jump. <laughs> now, you know, I, I don't, it's fine. He wants to, I don't have a problem if he does it, but the, the honesty of it would greatly diminish what I think people thought he was actually doing. And not only that, they made sure to photograph him standing there with a really wide-angle lens, which curves horizontal lines. Okay. So in the photo, you see this curvature of Earth's surface, and he said, wow, he's in space, look at that. No, he's not. At that height, you don't see, you don't see the curvature of the Earth if you are two millimeters above this beach ball. He <laughs> just don't. That stuff is flat. Huh. So if you don't see it at 120,000 feet, because it's, uh, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, it's, it's still not high enough. Uh, how do you see it at 35,000 feet? That's a very good point. You know why? You know how you see it? Because the windows on airplanes, yeah. they're little, bu- they're bubbles. Yeah, so it appears that there's a curve. It's not a curve. Okay. Right? So it's this, a, is, it's this a, is science. It's like numbers. You know what I mean? People say, yeah. flat earthers, uh, moon deniers aren't... Uh, you know, scientific, uh, which is the exact opposite. We're 100% scientific. The scientific method is you should be able to, you know, observe, measure, yeah. and repeat, and not, and repeat. not ever, yeah. and not ever say, not ever say, trust the science. Trust. That that's big, such fucking bullshit. Trust yeah, the science. Trust, trust the it, science. Like that's like trust. Trust the fact. It's either a fact yeah. or it's not a fact. You don't. It's either. Yeah. So, um, you know, when when you. Uh, like, moon, so moon. one one thing, like uh, after finding out that uh, you know th- there could be like potential rackets out there, like like costing farmers who I, you know, that's like I don't have a boss, like I own the company, but like I work for the farmers in the end, you know, um, and they're they're my boss, and as corny as that sounds, I. I want them to be happy with my bugs, right? Um, and, and I want them to harvest as much clean uh, fruit and vegetables and whatever as possible. And uh, they're the ones getting fleeced, you know? And they're like by these chemical companies and like they're, they're stealing like $4 billion a year for 20 years, 20 something years, like 30, let's say 25 years, that's a hundred billion dollars 
Yeah. And um, so like if, if they're capable of that and destroying exactly you know, the, you go. the local you ecosystem, go. then then they're capable of anything. There you go. And um uh you know, in in when you discuss um when people are having flat earth debates, do we live on a spinning fucking ball or are we we are flat earthers do not believe we're floating on a disc in space. That's what's hard to believe. They're like, I can't believe they're so stupid. They think we're floating in a disc in space while there's all these other balls around us. You all think of, the entire all of, all of space is bullshit. All of space all is of like a uh, okay. well, watch this real quick. Like a snow globe type thing? No, not a snow globe either. It's like there, we're in, there's we're like a like it's, a we're on there's some a kind of we're like in a lake. We're like uh the we're like in a earth is like a a lake surrounded by ice and there's probably a bunch of lakes everywhere on this like it could be a plane that goes fucking for a very long uh uh, uh time now check this out real quick there's just some guy uh you know going in front of a, a county commission but listen to what he has to say okay good afternoon commissioners Today, I'd like to bring to your attention a potential fraud on an enormous scale happening in your county. There's now clear evidence of NASA using numerous methods to grossly mislead the public about astronauts being on the International Space Station. During interior ISS scenes from NASA's own live feed, the use of wires, harnesses, green screens, and virtual reality have been detected to achieve the appearance of a weightless environment. This begs the obvious question. If they're really up there, why are they using Hollywood techniques to fake the footage? Are they in space or are they underwater? Now, what's really interesting is that they train for spacewalks in an underwater pool with a complete ISS replica. Now, surely they aren't filming these spacewalks in an underwater pool and then editing them to appear if they're in space, because that sure would be something, wouldn't it? I'm calling on the Brevard County Commissioners to open a full investigation into NASA's fraudulent practices and use of taxpayer dollars. It costs NASA $3 billion per year to operate the ISS, and if they don't have a darn good explanation as to why they're faking these videos, I and the public would like a darn good explanation as to where our tax money is going. It is our duty to expose and eliminate this fraudulent and astronomically wasteful ISS program. And look, I know what you're all thinking. NASA is part of the federal government and you're just county commissioners. Even if what I'm saying is true, what can you do? But let me remind you, not only is this happening in your county, as public officials, you have the platform and the ability to make a statement or hold a press conference, alerting the public, state, and federal authorities to investigate further. You have the power to start the conversation. I look forward to the day that $3 billion annual budget is put towards our veterans, our homeless, maybe some of that mental health stuff the young lady just spoke about, and the revitalization of Brevard County. Um, and now check this out. You saw that? That's just some guy. He's just a... a, a oh, I'm, I'm totally for... Uh, a, I, I know that trillions of our taxes are going towards bullshit things and the, the the amount of waste in the government is just astronomical yeah you know how much money nasa gets a year 19 billion okay so you know more than than uh you're you're letting on you know what's going on if you know the budget you know what's i've going listened on. to your podcast yeah 19 billion fucking dollars now play that that uh this guy here That's he's a, a, a cia whistleblower he has this has nothing okay. to do with flat earth has nothing to do with round earth or nothing he's a cia whistleblower he's That's dead now steel yes you know him. seal 
Yes. As in like the Steele dossier? Not that. That's Christopher Steele. Oh. This is Robert David Steele. Oh, okay. Christopher Steele's a piece of shit. Now, and, now uh, listen yeah, to what he yeah. says about NASA. Okay. L- listen to what he says about NASA. Uh, however, let me clarify that 90% of the people in CIA are good people trapped in a bad system. And there are mm. at least seven CIAs. Okay. So CIA is not a monolithic organization. Also, when we, against the orders of President Truman, when Alan Dulles brought in all the Nazi scientists and so forth, they went to two places. They went to CIA and they went to the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, which in our world we call it not a space agency. <laughs> what? Yeah, pro- Project Paperclip. There you go. Now, now, do we have what he says after this? Now play this. What he says after about the, uh, you know, let it go. Now start it over and let it go again. He says that, something that's the biggest mind control agency. Captain O'Brien has said so clearly. That's where the bulk of the mind control has been done. Rewind that again. That's where the bulk of the mind control is. The number one uh, psychological operation is space. That's number one. And as Kathy O'Brien has said so clearly, that's where the bulk of the mind control has been done. See that? They got everyone believing we're on a spinning ball. When we're in some kind of fucking gigantic lake, we're like in in a wildlife reserve. Uh, Like, there's probably a bunch of them all over the fucking place. They're not telling us, they're not telling us about everything. There's a lot of hidden land. They're keeping land from us. I mean, uh... There's um here play um play that last video I sent you Hibbler check this out they've been faking space shit since like the you know the 60s like look at this look how horrible this looks did you get that last video Hib you there? yeah I, I did I did Eddie but that actually what the one you that you want to show that actually was them rehearsing publicly that oh was it was. That. Yeah, that's why I didn't put in the film either. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay. just letting you know. All right, all right. Trust me, there's um, too much of it that's BS to show that one. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. I mean, there's uh, like, 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 oh, show, do you have that CNN footage of us landing on an asteroid? And then- Well, yeah, we're, it, 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 I don't think we landed on it. We just hit it, right? I mean, first of all, CNN. Do you believe anything coming from CNN? Fuck no, I don't believe. Yeah, anything. but everything except the space stuff. After just- after what they did, like with Joe Rogan and the the, the COVID, like horse yeah. pills and whatever. That's that's just the the latest thing. Look at this. I so I just stopped watching. This is like a video game. I mean, this is ridiculous. They got people believe this is real. They believe this is real. They believe that is real. Can you show the, the, the CNN, like the whole CNN report? Look at that. That's all bullshit. That's not real. Wow. That's all bullshit. Now, show the, 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 the one with the CNN. Um, do you have that one where they're like talking about it on CNN? Anything that says like CNN, like when, when you know, you, you see the little uh, CNN logo. <laughs> it's like, I hate, I, it's, I, it's 100%, I it's 100% propaganda. It's just a... Uh, a propaganda arm of the government. That's all it is. All of mainstream media, like anything on TV, well, you can't believe that shit. So if you can't believe, look at this shit. Right? At the look moment, at, look at how fake this is. The amorphous asteroid. Right now, 
Wow, look at the detail that you can see. It is amazing. It looks like a... So those are rocks on the surface of Demorphis of some kind. Big cheers going up here inside the John Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory. Aaron, you just think about how much time and energy the people in this room uh, have, have how much time and effort they put into this uh, being a success. And there, I think you can see the crowd cheering down in mission control. Uh, probably the only time that you're going to cheer for a loss of a spacecraft, Aaron. Look at those idiots clapping. Look at those fucking morons. The name know, those fucking morons. Look at them. It's pretty amazing to see it. I mean, oh my God, like, dummies. Obviously they don't know. They, that I mean, talk about you, you, you do, you do believe that there's a new world order agenda. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay. And I, I and wouldn't put any, main, anything past them, man. Yeah, this is, there is a new world order agenda. We're, we're living right through it. Yeah. Now. The globe right now, the, the globalists are winning. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. And, but the, the, there's, and there's a lot of components of the new world order. A lot. The new they world order is systematically poisoning us. There's huge, it's like a, it's like a gigantic football team. You know, yeah. you, you need the the quarterback part of it, the wide receiver. Everyone's got a different job. CDC is the quarterback. The who is the fucking GM, you know, uh, uh, NASA is the fucking owner. NASA, it's the what? biggest one. Na, na, the, the, what we're on, that's the most important part of the new world order, what we're on. Uh, there's so like I said, there's so many components. There's the presidents, there's the countries, there's communism, there's all this different shit, CDC, well, all this shit, FDA, all that. But the number one component is that we're on a ball spinning through space, infinite space. There's no God and we're insignificant. You know that that asteroid? I believe in God. Saw, that, uh, they don't want you to believe in God. They don't want you to believe. I know God. they're trying to kill yeah, God. Well, they're trying to kill the family. But the, yeah. the, 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 the most important part is that we believe the most impossible shit. It's the most, the most ridiculous, the most impossible that we're spinning through space four different ways at speeds you can't even see, right? Except for the speed of us spinning on our own access at a, at a, a thousand miles an hour. How how fast are we spinning um, around the sun? Do you know? Well, it's it's a really <laughs> long guess, way. Guess, if we, uh, there's a, there's, it there's, takes a year. NASA tells us NASA gives us the number of how fast miles per hour, how fast we're going around the sun. Do like, you have any idea? Hundreds of thousands of miles per hour. Sixty thousand miles an hour around the sun, yeah. right? Six, okay. Do you, yeah. And, and th do you know how fast the sun is going around the center of the Milky Way? uh no 600,000 miles an hour so we're going we're supposed we're spinning on our own axis 1,000 yeah. miles an hour at the equator and we're spinning around the sun at 60,000 miles an hour but the sun is spinning yeah. around the center of the galaxy at 600,000 miles an hour how the fuck are we spinning around at 60,000 miles an hour we're spinning around something that's going around it's go, that's going 600,000 miles an hour we would have to speed up, slow down, speed oh, up, slow down. Gravity. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the only answer. Something that's never been proved. There's there's no proof of gravity at all. There's no well, proof. Just just because something falls, that doesn't mean it's there's gravity. That's not gravity. Just because something's falling. What about well, a helium, what? what about a helium balloon? How come it, it doesn't 
How come there's a force? Oh, yeah. Density so, is the, is the, exactly, exactly. Is the argument, density. right? It has nothing to do with gravity. Gravity is so strong. It's holding oceans to it, but it can't hold a helium balloon. It's holding oceans. So the oceans are, so when people say, why aren't oceans just like flinging off the earth as it spins? You know, we're going a thousand miles an hour one way, spinning a thousand miles an hour another way, spinning a 60,000 miles an hour another way, and then spinning 600,000 miles an hour another way. And how fast is the, the Milky Way, the entire galaxy, spinning through the universe? Do you know? A million uh, miles. An I don't hour. even think what we know. Yeah, a, they, a million miles. That's what NASA said. A million speeds miles are just hour. relative. And like <laughs> speeds, speeds are relative compared to like you just have to look at, like go by which reference frame you're looking at. Do you know what uh, double think is? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, it's this, but also this, and but you can't. <laughs> It's two conflicting ideas. Exactly. And then you do mental gymnastics to make them work yeah. in your head. Two things that don't make sense, like, like war is peace, uh, uh, weakness is strength. Like it, it's, it's, have, you, uh, have you seen that movie or read that book, 1984? Yeah. Do well, you know, I, I haven't read the book. Uh, I know I, what it's about. I didn't read the book either. I, I, I watched the movie, but a double think is huge in that uh, mm -hmm. dystopian. Oh, uh, like it, like that's how they train people with double think because they constantly yeah. they constantly men or women, women or men, you know, uh, good is evil. Just uh, alone, alone together, alone together. That's what <laughs> they did. They constantly hit us with shit that does not make sense, but we do they, they we're constantly doing mental gymnastics to make it make sense so when they present you with some shit that doesn't make sense yeah. you don't even question it that's that's yeah. the whole purpose of it and it's a psychological operation double think it's going oh, on everywhere yeah. it's going well, on everywhere that's what yeah, the, that's the, what the entire is. world is being gaslighted yeah that's what that's what space and infinite space and we're spinning at speeds we can't even see well, we're, we're spinning okay, four so, different ways and we can't feel shit think about that's think, double think. think. Think about uh, okay, uh, back back on Earth. Do you, do you believe that we are we're a, we're a planet though? Is our planet the lake at least? No, no. We're, countries like, I, I don't exist? believe that. I don't believe we're on a spinning ball. I believe whatever. We don't really know shit. All we know is it's fucking. Science will tell you. Do you believe it, Ch China exists? I believe China exists. Okay, I've seen a um, lot of Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, uh, yeah, Chinese, um, China now owns Syngenta. It's a Chinese chemical corporation, like, cause, and, and there all the corporations have ties to the state. Right. And now China is buying up a ton of American farmland. And so they have these agrochemicals that, that they're making and selling to Americans, and then they own China, uh, American farmland. Do you know how easy it would be to kill our food supply? Fuck yeah. From Hell the inside? Yeah. Like, why yeah. are we letting that happen? How, how is that? How is it legal for China to own farmland? You know what I mean? How is it legal for Bill Gates to be buying up all this farmland? You uh, know what I mean? Like, how yeah, is that legal? He, he, he's like, like the, the people like that, like, like 
the only secret that has not been publicly leaked is Epstein's black book. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the best kept secret in the in the entire yeah. fucking universe. I'm like, I believe why? I I believe in the, or the Panama Awakening. Papers. Where they where they go? Yeah, I believe in the Great Awakening. I I don't know what's going to happen, but there's two things uh, going on right now. Two things that are in the process of happening: uh, the Great Reset and the Great yep. Awakening. Uh, they're battling because as as the Great Reset approaches and gets closer and closer incrementally, the Great Awakening is also growing. And uh, the mm-hmm. great thing about the truth is once you awaken, you don't go back to sleep. So one, no. and then the, the truth event, the truth eventually gets out. Um, is it going to be too late uh, for the truth? Once it finally totally gets out, will it be too late? Will will we be China by then? I don't know. But I do know that so much over the last, you know, since 2016, really, so much yeah. has been exposed, you know, a lot. Like, yeah, like people, with the Twitter people, files. Yeah, most you know? people most people thought uh, Fauci was a good guy. Now it's going to be hard for him to walk. The I never trusted now. him. Yeah, yeah, he should yeah. be. He yeah. should. It Same should thing be. with Bill Gates. Same thing with Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah. Bill he's Gates. A, there was a time. I don't want to get sued, but man, he's got. But it, but but Bill Gates he pushes a, way too much bad stuff. I think. Yeah. For sure, but more like my point is uh, more and more people are turning against Bill Gates. More and more people are turning yeah. against Fauci. People didn't even know no, who Klaus really. Schwab was. Now people are like now, that's that yeah. that's that evil Darth Vader guy. Yeah, Everybody he's like a, he's like a legit like like super villain, man. Like he's like yeah. straight out of a movie, man. But five years ago, no one had any idea who that guy was. Yeah, but, no and, Nobody even knew who the world like economic forum was. Yeah. Yeah. And if you found, if you heard about the World Economic Forum, it sounds kind of benign, right? World Economic Forum sounds kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. 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 And, and if you're, and if you're like an aspiring politician, you're, you're like new in the game uh, and the World Economic Forum or, recognizes you. Yeah. You, 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 you want to expand going, your business or something? You want to go You'd be there? like, fuck yeah, look, yeah, World yeah. Economic, you show your fucking yeah. parents. But now, now, when the World Economic Forum recognizes you're like, hey, I don't know those motherfuckers. Don't don't lump it's me in a, with that crazy motherfucker. You know, it's what up I mean? there with the with the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, like, yeah, like the secret bullshit. Like, so a, a lot, a lot is being exposed. You know, yeah, and, and I, that's the best part about all this. And I, I think, I think the country is ready to to fight back. You know, like, yeah. like. Biden is running for president again. Like he, he's not going to make it through the end of the term. He might not even make it to the end of his current term. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's so, he's not in good shape, man. And then Trump's going against him. How cool would it be if uh, if like somebody came and uh, like without support from uh, the DNC or the RNC, um, like a third party would come in and actually win the problem i think with that is a third party it would take way too long to uh be a viable force to win the presidency it it would take way too long that's why that's why trump trump wasn't a republican he was a democrat and he he's been saying exactly what he was gonna do since like the 80s exactly he was talking he was saying he did exactly what he said he was gonna do and he was just hit with a uh, wall after wall because 
like the the people that are like trying to essentially just destroy America and make us a global like one global country, they uh, they fought him tooth and nail, and they try to bury him. You know, yeah, like Pelosi. Oof. Yeah, they're trying to they try to bury him since day one. Um, yeah, they couldn't uh, do any, and in China, they 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 were about to lose. Like they like in the the negotiations for the TPP, um, like they were in the closing like days of of uh, Trump essentially winning the negotiations for uh, the uh, tariffs and stuff like that because we they made a lot more money shipping us stuff than we did shipping them stuff, importing, importing, exporting to China. And, yeah, and there's, he, there's, he was going to bounce. And then COVID happened. Yeah, exactly. COVID got released. Yeah. You know, that's, there, a there, li- that's pretty bad timing, don't you think? There's an old video. There's an old classic video of Trump when he's all young and good looking. He was on Oprah and Oprah asked him if he would ever run for president. And back, I mean, he, he looked like he was 32 years old. He mm-hmm. said, hey, listen, Oprah, I love my job. I, I love who I am, I love my life. I don't want to do none of that shit. But if I had to, we're getting yeah. Look at off. him. Look right here. Look at the, he's yeah, saying the we same are getting exact same off. shit. Same exact shit. Say it. Look at Oprah uh, last year criticizing U.S. foreign policy. What would you do differently, Donald? I'd make our allies forgetting about the enemies. The enemies you can't talk to so easily. I'd make our allies pay their fair share. We're a debtor nation. Something's going to happen over the next number of years with this country because you can't keep going on losing two hundred billion. And yet we we let Japan come in and dump everything right into our markets and everything. It's not free trade. If you ever go to Japan right now and try to sell something, forget about it, Oprah. Just forget about it. It's almost impossible. They don't have laws against it. They just make it impossible. They come over here. They sell their cars, their VCRs. They knock the hell out of our companies. And, hey, I have tremendous respect for the Japanese people. I mean, you can respect somebody that's beating the hell out of you, but they are beating the hell out of this country. Kuwait, they live like kings. The poorest person in Kuwait, they live like kings. And yet they're not paying. We make it possible for them to sell their oil. Why aren't they paying us 25% of what they're making? It's a joke. This, this sounds right. like political presidential talk to me. And I know people have talked to you about whether or not you want to run. Would you, would you ever? Probably not. But I, I do get tired of seeing the country ripped Why off. Why would you not? I just don't think I really have the inclination to do it. I love what I'm doing. I really like it. Also, I, it doesn't pay as well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just probably wouldn't do it, Oprah. I probably wouldn't, but I do get tired of seeing what's happening with this country. And if it got so bad, I would never want to rule it out totally because I really am tired of seeing what's happening with this country, how we're, how we're really making other people live like kings, and we're not. What do, what do you think of this year's president, the way it's shaping up? Well, it's going to be very interesting. I, I, think, uh, I think that probably George Bush has an advantage in terms of the election i think that probably people would say that he's got like that little edge in terms of the incumbency etc cetera, etc cetera. but i think jesse jackson's done himself very proud i think michael dukakis has done one hell of a job and george bush has done a hell of a job you know he, they all went in there sort of as semi underdogs including george bush and they've all come out uh, i think people that are around all three of those candidates can be very proud of the jobs they've done you've said though that if you did well run for i don't agree with that part <laughs> when well, I don't know. I think I'd win. I tell you what, I wouldn't go in to lose. I've never gone in to lose in my life. And, and if I did decide to do it, 
I think I'd be inclined, I, w I would say that I would have a hell of a chance of winning, because I think people, I don't know how your audience feels, but I think people are tired of seeing the United States ripped off. And I can't promise you everything, but I can tell you one thing, this country would make one hell of a lot of money from those people that for 25 years have taken advantage. It wouldn't be the way it's been, believe me. I'm that's with what, it, man. That's what I'm we need, that. man. And we're just throwing money, like laundering money through U Ukraine. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Why, why are we fighting that that battle? Like, just move the nukes away from Russia's border. Like, we we wouldn't want that, you know? Yeah. Like he's been saying that the entire time. Don't put nukes on our border. Would you okay. Would you think Would you think of uh, the whole um, COVID thing? I think it was. Uh, Were you worried? Were you worried that, that you I was going to get, get it? it? Yeah. No, but my mom has an autoimmune disease, and I was worried uh, that she might get taken from it. Yeah, she would get taken. And, uh, she she would have she would to worry about taken. the flu as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And but she's she's a smoker for a long time, and uh, like she her medicines make her immune system like basically stop working so it stops attacking her central nervous system yeah it's a it's a kind of like ms almost yeah do you think uh it came from a bat or no an evil, an evil no. scientist china, china, china released it from their lab so they wouldn't have to sign the agreement um that trump was gonna force them to sign you think, the, china, the trade you agreement. think china released it so uh for uh, like three months uh, until like uh, like the last three, three months of 2019 the the flights in Wuhan from Wuhan they did not go within China they only went international so why would they why would they not have any flights go from within China, start, starting from Wuhan. And why would they have it, have them, if, if, if they didn't know what was going on, why would they be spreading it to the world and not themselves? If they, if they released it, why, why uh, did it have the exact same numbers as the flu? And then the flu disappears. The flu disappears. It just disappeared, right? There was the flu, the zero flu? cases. Now think about that. Think about that. Oh, I, flu disappeared. It was a man-made virus. No, wait, wait, wait. The flu disappeared. Where'd the flu go then? If it's a man-made virus, where'd the flu go? I don't, I don't know. So, okay, so it, the flu it, disappears. Isn't that weird? I've had the flu and, and yeah. COVID. I, yeah. I did not same, get... The, exact same symptoms. Exact no, same symptoms. I, the flu that I had uh, was bad. Like, the flu is always bad. Stomach. You just forget. The flu is always Stomach flu. The flu is bad. Stomach the flu. Is, the flu I didn't feels puke like when I had die. COVID. Huh? Yes. I... I didn't puke with COVID. You know, you know, you know that. Okay, first of all, you know the test that the, the test that they had for COVID. Do you know that they weren't even COVID tests? Did you know they already admitted that? That's why they dropped the test. Did you know that they weren't even testing for COVID? It, the, the PCR test. The inventor of the PCR test, Kerry yeah. Mollis, he said this shit don't. You, this doesn't test. He's from California. He's from Southern California. Isn't yeah, he? and they, they, he died like right right before this all yeah. blew up. But he he's on video saying. I test these tests, these PCR tests don't test for, for viruses. They, they, it looks for a dead RNA. That's all it does. And the more you magnify it, you, like you're supposed to set it at 27 cycles or whatever. They were setting it at like mm -hmm. at 45 cycles. Right? Yeah. Dude, dude, if it, where did the flu go? All they did 
the, the, the tests that they were taking for, for COVID, they were flu tests. Those are the flu tests. They look for data RNA. The tests were useless. They was fraudulent. So if someone released, they didn't have to release anything. All you do is hijack the flu. The flu disappears every, every time. That's all you have to do. You don't have to release anything and it goes all over the world. You have to re- re- wait for it to spread all over the world. It doesn't work that. All they did is just hijack the flu. That's what they always do. They always do the same thing. They come up with a new name, flu gets on injured reserve, disappears, and then all these these positive, fake positive tests, they go, oh, that's the new one. That's the corona. That's Because at first they called it corona. It, was, it wasn't COVID yeah. at first. It was corona. And guess what? That's yeah. what the flu is called, too. Flu is called corona, too. People didn't even know that. It's shit. a, it's a coronavirus? It the flu is coronavirus. It's the same uh, test, the in, PCR the, test. The PCR influenza? test. Influenza? Yes. Well, the, the PCR means uh, polymerase chain reaction. So what it does is, is reproduces uh, a set of like a, a string of DNA or RNA, uh, so you have a bigger sample. They dumped the, the, the list. They are the who, the FDA, and the who's CDC. a bunch. Who, who's fully corrupt? Exactly. Play that. Play that. Play that little trailer. Check out this trailer. Everything your government has told you about this virus is a lie. Trust the experts, trust the experts. Are you afraid of the flu? Don't bother me. I mean, that's the reality of how people perceive flu. So we really do have a problem of how the world perceives influenza, and it's going to be very difficult to change that unless you do it from within and say, I don't care what your perception is, we're going to address the problem in a disruptive way and in an iterative way, because you do need both. Make sure you wear your mask at all times. Do your part. It is a federal crime. We catch you with that mask below your nose. Don't ask questions. Do what you are told. It is for your safety. We have 33 confirmed positive tests. COVID-19 in Thailand remains at 33. 33. 33. 33. 33. 33. 33. There were 33 confirmed uh, cases in North Carolina. 33. There was 33 everywhere. Like, yes. I, think, I think that was. I would. I think that was Red Team Go. I think 33 yes. is like yeah. Red Team Go. Everybody goes. Okay, let's do it. It's time. <laughs> 89% until 94% of those PCR tests are false positive. It doesn't tell you that you're sick and it doesn't tell you that the thing you ended up with really was going to hurt you or anything like that. Everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death. We didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly of the elderly, kind of like flu. This isn't going to be run on CNN for a week. No flu uh, to be found. You got lied to fell for this shit! We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Why are we being pressured to add COVID, COVID, COVID? You're exactly right. Yeah. You are correct. I should not be giving these vaccines at all. You've been subject to propaganda and lies by people who are very well trained in how they do that. Only one person in the entire state died from the flu. So when you deny this stuff, or when you don't want to believe this stuff, you don't want to face reality, it's only hurting you. They relied on people's ignorance. Everybody sees what's going on. People woke up, ma'am. They're not looking for anybody to save them. They're saving themselves. There's your flu last year. Here's your flu this year. Literally doesn't even exist. Crazy.
It's really easy. You just hijack the flu. Wow. They do it. They do it. They've done it multiple times. They always do. You go back, dude, there's doctors coming out. I've had so far four doctors on my podcast, four doctors that went back. They started awakening and they went back and went through all the documents and all the studies of uh, 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 Spanish flu, polio, measles, everything. And they've determined like, oh shit, this is all fraudulent. This is all bullshit. They, these doctors, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Tom Cowan, Samantha Bailey, Mark Bailey. There's a bunch of others. I'm, I'm going to keep having more and more. All these doctors are leaving uh, the, the medical associations that they're part of and they're just becoming their own independent doctors. And um, they, they come to the um, conclusion. Yeah, because they're corrupt as fuck. Yeah, exactly. They come to the conclusion that viruses aren't real. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. They look, because there's at least 20 studies where they took a hundred people with Spanish flu and a hundred uh, healthy people, and they they did experiments on they took oh. they they took mucus and spit. Yeah, they had from, them swallow it, and and nobody got sick. And they did that twenty times, twenty different studies, yeah, they and nobody it. got sick. So these doctors that are awakened, they're like having the flu, getting a cold, all that. That's not a, a contagious disease. That's your body cleansing toxins out. Like you breathe in toxins, you eat toxins. And then at a certain point, your body secretes it and gets Tells rid them, of them. Yeah. And that's why, that's why you have colds. That's why you have flu. Cause it's not like someone else got you sick. It's something in the air, something in maybe in the electricity. Not a virus. Like it's, it's not, coming from somebody else. That's what these doctors say. I have, I have, you, there, I have four different podcasts with, with uh, these doctors and they just make sense to me, you know, cause I, I showed up for some prescription, you know, like a year ago, two years ago at my, my, uh, my, my doctor's office. Motherfucker had a fucking hazmat suit on. And the first thing, my doctor hazmat suit on and he's got his fucking mask and he's like, did you get vaccinated? I'm like, I ain't not, I'm not getting vaccinated. He goes, how come you don't? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't stop out. transmission anyway. And, and, and it's not even meant for that. They never even tried to stop transmission because no. that was nothing no. to transmit. It was, they wanted to inject everybody with something. So they had to create a scandemic just to inject people into them and to get them fucked up. They're literally trying to fuck us up. They're, they're trying to sterilize us, uh, uh, get us addicted to pharmaceuticals, fuck, well, yeah. fuck our organs up. It was never about health. They never talk. They never. They closed down restaurants, uh, fucking bars, gyms. They closed gyms. No, but that, that, they didn't close down fast food. They didn't close down I fast know, food. Right? They could have easily fast. They, they shut down businesses so easy. This is a, uh, with a, a tweet. Control. With a tweet, they go, "Oh, you know what? This Monday we're gonna close down." And then they they have a list: gyms, bars, fucking entertainment. So centers. so many small businesses have. It was have, so easy. They lost, closed them down. Gone so easy. Forever. It was so easy. Gone but forever. They, but they Walmart still worked, you know. Uh, McDonald's stayed open. McDonald's still worked. Jack yeah, in the Box like, stayed open. Yeah, they're, they're trying, like, like the stuff in, in that food is, is what's making us so sick. We're being exactly. systematically poisoning, poisoned. Like, it's, it started with gasoline and petrol, uh, uh, internal combustion engines and uh, like like the whole thing in uh, Afghanistan and S- Saudi Arabia, um, when they started going like really militant Muslim, is when we found oil there. So uh, that's when they they went from like 
you've seen like the pictures of uh, of what Iran and Afghanistan looked like in like the sixties. Like they looked like they were in America. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I personally think they want us to think that they're uh, doing all that crazy shit in the Middle East for oil because we got oil here. Why do we need to go over there for oil? We got plenty I, of oil. Oil's everywhere. I think they want us to believe it's oil, so we can go. Oh, look, we're doing it for oil. When in, it's probably like what Julian Assange said. Julian Assange said the Middle East, like Afghanistan, that's where they're control. running. That's where they're running the money. They want. Uh, they're. they're I think they want you to think that too. And I think that's part of it. Yeah, we're t- they're taking the opium and all that stuff. Big pharma probably. probably. Yeah. But Julian yeah. Assange, the guy they got in prison for fucking uh, that busting guy should, him out. That guy should saying, be uh, completely exonerated. Yeah, he's saying Afghanistan is all about uh, running money through Afghanistan. They run, that's where they launder all their money is through Afghanistan. Afghanistan, well. That's, what, then, they, that's then, what he said. That's what Julian Assange said. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know shit. Well, but it makes now, sense. now since we're out of uh, Afghanistan, they had to find a new one, and now it's Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, Ukraine is another one. You know, with the, the fall of the Soviet Union, it seems like they, Ukraine they, just they, became. They were more corrupt. They've always been more corrupt than even China. Check this out, uh, real and, quick. and 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 uh, Russia, U- Ukraine. Goal yeah. is not. Zelensky's a menace. Afghanistan. The goal is to use Afghanistan to wash money out of the tax bases of the United States, out of the tax bases of European countries, through Afghanistan, and back into the hands of a transnational security elite. That is the goal. I.e., the goal is to have an endless war, not a successful war. So that tells me that the 100%. oils, that fighting for oils, like like the conspiracy theorists go, dude, we're in there for oil. That's bullshit. They're fighting for oil, dude. There's oil fucking ever. We got we could be totally oil independent here in the United. I mean, uh, uh, Trump was on the verge of making us totally independent, energy independent. It, but it, I think I think it's better if we for the deep state. The price of, of a it. barrel. Yeah. Oh yeah, because like because. They're all in like the defense contracts and stuff like that. It's probably just easier if we just let them do it. You know what I mean? And whatever they sell it, it uh, to, uh, uh, instead of like drilling it ourselves, let them fucking do it and we'll just charge whatever. It's just like this, like using China to make products. I get my rash guards from China. You know why? Because they're so goddamn cheap. cheap we, can make, yeah. we can make rash guards here easily. We can make rash guards here easily, but, and some companies do, but they're way cheaper in China. I think, you know, we, we have oil here. It's endless, but it's yeah. probably cheaper and they like it as a distraction too. Like, oh, look, everyone thinks we're, we're in, we're in the Middle East for oil when in fact it's for money laundering. Huh? I mean, that, that's probably like the main thing, but like George Bush, the Bushes both like the, Kuwait and Iraq, uh, the Desert Storm War, they're really closely tied to Halliburton and uh, oil companies, Texas, you know, they're from Texas. So like Daddy uh, W went in and finished what Daddy started and couldn't finish. Um, Saddam used to be our puppet, you know, like we used to be able to control him. And then he went a little nuts. He he stopped he stopped playing ball, and that's why we, we added in Iraq when we were, uh, you know, the war on terror. You know, 
It's crazy how, how, how what how happened to building seven? So, someone needs to explain building seven, man. <laughs> that thing got controlled demo either, yeah, either, yeah. either, either, um, um, some kind of direct energy weapon, like dust because it got dustified. That's, that's another level. Yeah. There's, there's two levels. There's one level, like it got, uh, hit with thermite, like uh, controlled demolition. But another yeah. theory is like, if that was a controlled demolition, where's all the rubble? The rubble got dustified. So um, yeah. there's another theory that that like some kind of energy weapon was used and dustified everything because everything was there was no rubble. Yeah, very that's very little weird. rubble. Very yeah. That, there's a book called that, Where Did the Towers Go? That makes go? me double think. Yeah, that makes yeah. me think that something. You know, like obviously, like like we saw the planes actually go into the tower, the tower. So or like that we? happened, or did we? You know what uh, I mean? That could because there's like video footage of the shit, planes man. looking like looking like like CGI planes. I don't know. I don't know. Well, CGI I don't know what to sucked believe. back then. But I don't. I, uh, did you, have you seen that footage? The footage of like the plane. I mean, everyone's seen that, right? You've seen yeah. Like I've the, seen they, they show the plane. every single. I've seen so many death videos. It's, it's probably yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's uh. And every nobody got busted for that shit. Everybody got away with it. No, that. they all died. Well, Osama bin Laden, you know, yeah. he was in Pakistan. He's, yeah, and he had nothing to do with it, you know. But as far as the 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 group that was uh, okay, what do we? Is this the plane, the CGI plane? Let's see it. Well, I've never seen this. The raw footage with what? I never seen that. I mean, that could easily be fake too. They could easily just remove the plane. But um, uh, I believe they just fucking had bombs planted. No, no, this is mine, Eddie. I, I, I put these together. These are even these two right here. You're about to see these are different camera sources, but the same angle. And uh, I believe the right one is NBC and they whited out the sky. It's all in post-production. On the left side, you see the sky. It's yeah, two that, separate cameras. It's the same angle, and there's no plane coming in. That's all. That, I, oh, yeah. shit. I've never seen this. Boom. Damn. Rewind it. I want to see the, the, the left one. I looked at the right one. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, it could have eased. That could have. It could have easily been. Um, uh, look at that. Oof. I mean, look at that. The plane just disappeared. Would it look like that? Would it just disintegrate. That's the raw footage. Where'd you get the the raw footage from? Oof. Yeah, wow. where, do you, where do you get the raw footage from? Oh, uh, man, this was a few years after it happened. I had an old hard drive with a bunch of yeah. old VCR tapes. This is just me trying my own to, to, to show you <laughs> that I can do it, too, with other things. But, no, I, I just, um, again, just old oh. VCR. People would upload their VCR on the YouTube. <laughs> dude, like, dude, dude, send me that, that cool. UFO one, dog. You got to send me that UFO one. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is my night. This is my first band film I ever made on YouTube yeah. years ago. Years ago, dude, I need That's that. That's good. One. I'll post that shit. Today, <laughs> I'll send. I'll send it to you after yeah. the show, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much bullshit going on. Uh, can... Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you did that too, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my attempted animation. Now this is a live shot. 
Uh, this is a bad live CGI composite. CBS is awful anyways. But if you zoom in, you can do this too. I didn't fake anything. It It's not real. That's all. It could be a hologram, but it's not real is all I'm saying. Yeah, crazy shit. You could get the CBS News live version too yourself and, and do the same thing as I just did. I'm not faking it. I don't, I don't lie to people. Interesting, man. No, everybody got away with that. Nobody mm. got busted. And look at the wing. It goes behind the building on the left and then comes back. What? How did it go behind the building? Yeah, I remember seeing that. Well, it wasn't the building in front? Well, the whole thing would have been passed through. Yeah, look at how it goes into the building, though. Either way, reinforced steel is stronger than concrete, guys. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's a live angle with no plane at all. And this was the same angle that they played on all those documentaries right here um, where they put that fake plane in right above this guy's head. There's no plane. So, Hibbler, you're, you're on 100%. There was no planes? No real airplane. Again, uh, I've, I've had conversations with many good, great minds about the hologram technology that they have. So I'm not against the hologram technology. It's just from my research, eh, it looks like live composite glitches and looks like they did it live. They overlaid it live. It's not hard to do when you have a delay. Um, it's pretty easy when you got professionals, but that's my opinion. It could be hologram. I don't think uh, for me, I'm 99.999, same as survival rate. I'm percent. A, uh, against <laughs> real airplane, a real physical airplane. No, I, I no. Yeah, I'm I'm off though. You guys go. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, one part that sticks out hey. too is like right when 9/11 happened, where uh, on the street they're interviewing some guy, and he was like he knew everything, like he knew exactly what happened because when something epic like that happens uh, or tragic, uh, tragically epic. Uh, the first yeah. shit that comes out, the first shit that's said on that's the truth. That's no, the truth. Everything else is a conspiracy. This guy. That's a bomb. We say the second no, not that guy. You know, you know what I'm talking about? That not one guy. He's like some bomb. Just, bomb just starts... Not second plane. That's a bomb. We say the second plane. That's what we're told. The second plane. No, we saw it on television. All right. Thanks a lot. Oh. Did you see what happened? What happened? Well, I was in the past train, and there was a huge explosion sound. Everyone came out. A large section of the building is blown out around, like, the 80th floor. Did, was it hit by something, or was it something it was inside. inside? It, it was, was inside. inside. Because it looked out. Everything was coming out. Everything all the windows coming. were coming out. All the papers What were is on the sidewalk? I didn't see anything. Were I there ran. any people hurt, do you know? Um, I just ran, and everyone in the past train just ran. I don't know if anyone was hurt, but I assume they were because the windows were all blown out. All right, thank you. She didn't see no plan. Hmm. Well, she was on the subway, she said, right? You would think on the ground everybody would be saying a plane hit, a plane hit, a oh, plane re hit. Re rewind that a couple, a few frames. Oh, wow. Damn. That guy looks really smart. He knows his shit. I can't even hear what he's saying. There's too much music. 
Yeah, yeah, that was in my earlier days, gentlemen. I, I didn't know how to compress music well. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, there's a ton of people in the one I made that, that are saying exactly that, that they were there and there's no plane. So okay, Let me see a couple more of those. I've never seen that. All one. right, hold on. Let's get through this one because yeah, the audio is bad. Yeah. yeah, let's get through this fuck, guy. Fuck here, 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 here. Let me mute because I don't want to echo. Yes, I was right there. I was in the be- I was down in the basement. Came down. All of a sudden, the elevator blew up. We heard the explosion, and we didn't know if it was a uh, earthquake or whatever. And uh, they came on the PA system and said it was a bomb, but then we heard it was a plane. So then we went back upstairs because we thought everything was okay. And then uh, we heard we actually didn't see the second plane, but we saw the explosion hit the other tower, and planes just came flying towards us. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Was there a plane? No. Lloyd, Clifton. Lloyd, do you know about the World Trade Center? Alright, I'm on the... Uh, I, the second tower just exploded. Oh. No, I'm on... I went to go vote this morning and I went to park my car and I'm on, I'm on the roof of this garage and I... As a matter of fact, it just caught the second explosion on video tape. No, a bomb, I saw it. it no, no plane hit nothing. The building exploded from the other tower. Other tower, other tower, other tower. Damn, I haven't seen this, dude. That's what I do. Deal. So what, what happened in the first one? Like, did, 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 was the first one a plane or a bomb? I, I, I think... Way easier, way easier just to put bombs in there, blow it up, and then just get people on the street saying it was a plane, it was a plane, it was a plane. That's way easier than actually flying a plane into it and like hijacking a plane. Just blow it up. Like, why would you need to do all that shit? Pre nine eleven, it was it would have been pretty easy to hijack a plane. Like they had, like you could get into the cockpit and you could go to the actual gates without. Like there was no TSA. Like. You just go on the plane. It's crazy. I remember that. I it wouldn't it wouldn't it be easier to just blow up? I mean, obviously, obviously uh, they had. It's the world. Inside. Obviously, they blew it up. Uh, you know, even if you think planes hit it at first, you think the planes hit it at first, and a lot of people do. I get it, but you also believe the planes hit it, but planes didn't take down the towers. They had bombs inside. It was a controlled demolition, correct? Well, I correct. Someone needs to answer for building seven. Yeah, so it's a controlled. I, I've right? seen I've seen lots of lots of theories on uh, how and why it, it blew up and fell the way it did uh, on both sides. But building seven doesn't make any fucking sense, which makes me question the rest of it. Of course, of course, common sense. Um, but so let's we come to the conclusion that yes, it was a controlled demo. That would mean that it would take months to set it up right so they there and then yeah, there's evidence planned. there was evidence that they planned it set it up yeah so why even fuck with the goddamn plane just fucking blow it up you know what i mean and say some terrorists got in the building and blew it up why even use a plane i think if if uh cgi planes were used i think it's just a distraction just to get everybody on the planes and just 
you know, because um, it, it's when you kind of look into it, you don't even have to look into it that much, but it looks like they were blowing well, the, up the Pentagon. They were, they were, yeah, financial. They were blowing, it's the World Trade Center. Yeah, the center blowing, for world trade. Yeah, and had something there was to evidence do, there. Had something to do with ten year security treasuries or i don't even know what that is but i've looked into it a little bit and they said uh in 1991 exactly 10 years before 9 11 uh, there was some 10-year security things because uh when the so i had something to do with ukraine too 9 11 has something to do with ukraine can you believe that shit? Well, because ukraine something happened when the soviet union fell in 91 uh -huh. A lot of sharks came in and then just corruption just took over oh, hell yeah. and turned Ukraine into um, like Gotham City as a country or so, something like that. Yeah. So super it's, corrupt. So in it's, 10 it's years. The most, it was the most corrupt country on the planet for like years and years. So, it, it still is. So the, the conspiracy theory is at the 10 year mark, there's these um, the bonds. Uh, task forces that. Uh, uh, audit security treasuries or whatever the fuck they are, like financial bullshit. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and then that's what they needed to do because there was so much fraudulent activity going yeah. on in the Ukraine and the, with the fall of the Soviet Union. And all those yeah. records were in those, those Merrill Lynch offices. And coincidentally, that's what blew up. And there was a task force that was going to audit all that shit called the El Dorado Task Force. Their office was also in one of the like building six or something. They blew that shit up too. So it's oh, like wow. all the records are blown. Same thing when you look into Oklahoma City bombing. That's some weird shit. Yeah, the records that were blown up there were the um, the Desert Storm um, medical records for all the military that that got uh, cancer from depleted uranium. There was a, a giant class mm -hmm. action lawsuit against the Pentagon for like a trillion dollars or something. So they took all those records, put them in the Oklahoma City uh, building, and they also threw the the Whitewater uh, Clinton uh, documents into that. Building. Oh yeah. And, and she was just about to get deposed or something like that. Right? Yeah, and then everything blew up and it was all gone. Oh, so, so yeah. it's all gone. It's all Fucking, gone. Yeah. Dude, the, she, she, they're at the head of, of all this. Like, you know like, where I heard that? I don't know if it's true, but I heard that from a. a oh, she. A, a during sniper, that same week. A whistleblower sniper, uh, a mercenary whistleblower who. His name is Corey Snodgrass, and he's done some interviews. You can find him on the, on the, on the web. He he was a hired mercenary and he was hired to blow shit up internationally he never worked domestically he would never attack his according to him yeah like the cia doesn't yeah, work so he would never he was always he was always hired hired to cause some shit in other countries and he had no problem with that they'd give him a million dollars like colombia what yeah uh um chile guatemala yeah. Angola, all over the world, right? There's a bunch, been a bunch of CIA whistleblowers that come out. You can watch them on a guy named John Stockwell. I used to be obsessed with John Stockwell. He's like, dude, all the CIA does is they go and they overthrow countries. They blow up yep. schools. They do all this shit. They always attack children because children are the most powerful to attack. So they, 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 yeah, yeah. they uh, people get so emotional. If you're willing to kill children, you're, you should be uh, very afraid of them because they'll fuck, do yeah, a fuck, lot more than that. They fuck up children and then blame it on um, other people. And then uh, that's how they get their work done. But this guy, Corey Snodgrass, says that he got offered a million dollars to help blow up the Oklahoma um, building, that federal building. And mm -hmm. uh, he said, fuck Did he die? That. 
Now, he said, fuck no, but he knew they were going to kill him. So yeah. he, had to, he had to hide. So he, was, he, he says in these interviews, you go, go find him on YouTube. They're hard to find, but Corey Snodgrass. What is it? Corey? He said, okay. Corey Snodgrass. He says, he said that he's the one who said, he goes, they wanted, they wanted me involved in that fucking, to blow up that building. I said, fuck no. And the reason they wanted to blow it up was they wanted to blow up those records from that Pentagon lawsuit and also for uh, the Clinton lawsuit too. Yeah. So, um, and he, you know, one thing that he said, he said, when you get hired, when you're like an, an assassin and you get hired, part of your money you have to use for protect, protecting yourself because you never know when they're yeah. gonna turn on you and set yeah. you up. So yeah. he has a job to do. He's gonna like blow some shit up or snipe somebody, but he hires one or two guys to protect him and flank him from any, you know, you know from being double crossed. Yeah. How yeah, crazy yeah. is that? Uh, that's, that's, that's insane, what the right? CIA does. Yeah, they'll, that's insane, they'll cut the you never know when they're going to fuck and, you up. Yeah, and like, like I, I used to be proud to be like an American, you know, but like the more and more I learn about how we treat other countries, it's fucking disgusting. Like we are the worst. And I want to be proud to be an American again, you know? Yes. And like, like you, it's one thing to be ruthless, but like, you know, when, when you're defending yourself, like our military, I have so much re respect for our military. Like I was very close to uh, joining the Marines or, or the Navy to become a steel because I was a senior in high school when 9-11 happened. I have friends that some came back all messed up from uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Some of them didn't come back. And because they were offering a ton of money, you know, and like I took the ASVAB and I scored really well. So like they, they wanted me to be uh, Jeremy Renner from Hurt Locker. They wanted me to disable bombs. Damn. Like, uh, Damn. Yeah. And I, I wanted to be a pilot. Uh, I'm going to I want to do like top gun shit because like that's if, if, if I won the like the biggest lottery ever, like a billion dollars. Like after taxes, take home like six hundred million dollars in your bank account. I would use that to learn how to fly a F twenty two. Like yeah, that, that would be, be awesome. amazing. I thought about learning Hell how yeah. to fly a helicopter. I'm like, I want to before I die, helicopter would be cool too, man. I want to I want to learn how to do some crazy shit. I'm I'm thinking about taking helicopter flight lessons. I'm thinking about yeah. It. I'm thinking about it. Let's do it, man. Just don't 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 fly uh, any celebrities around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, so so you're training with um with the 10th Planet Marietta squad? Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Drew Drew. Um so I'm I'm uh, I'm in the middle of uh uh becoming the uh oops. Uh sorry, my bad. Oh, here we go. I'm here. Uh <laughs> uh I'm gonna be the the the. I'm working to become the predatory mite supplier for uh, a chain of uh, indoor high, indoor cannabis grows. Uh, oh shit! Shops. So they like, got uh, they got spider mites uh, eating weed too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I do I do a a lot of work with cannabis, man. Dude, and, that uh, could be that sounds like a, a very lucrative path right there. Cause weed is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, the, they, the, they the, the video. Mice, they're gonna need you. The yeah, and spider mice. I mean, even the trailer park boys. Uh, 
had him. Have you seen that show? No, you know, I've never seen the show. I, everyone says, dude, you haven't seen Trailer Park. Like, one day I'm going to watch them all. You know, like, Game, funny. Of Thrones, like Game of Thrones, <laughs> I didn't watch until that shit was over. Like, almost over. Like, yeah. I, think, I think Game of Thrones was like 12, 12 seasons. And I just, I'm like, I, I, it's very hard for me to watch TV. But people yeah. kept saying, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. And Joe Rogan was like, dude, just fucking watch it. Trust me. Dude, yeah. fucking, just fucking watch it. I go, <laughs> I go, okay. And then after the first episode, I was hooked. And then I just had every day I couldn't wait to get home yeah. and watch another. I had so yeah. many episodes to catch up on. It was like yeah. an epic movie every day. I, it, yeah. it was awesome. So that, that's, that's probably the way it's going to end up being for Trailer Park Boys. But it's yeah. very hard to make me laugh, though. I'm like I hanging out with Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan for you yeah. know, 25 years. And Joey Diaz, just, too? Cool. Yeah, it's, it's hard to make me laugh because, I mean, I'm just surrounded by high-level comedians. It's like, so I don't know. So I don't trust you, comedy. You have much. really high standards, yeah? I mean, if, you know who Joey Diaz is? Joey Diaz, yeah. he's, he's the yeah. funniest guy ever. And yeah. hanging out with those dudes, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan's high-level. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen him do comedy at least 10,000 times. Dude, in, in, in February, um, like the, the video that uh, Drew, Drew showed you, um, the Jungle Boys shared it. Uh, they're, they're a big grow, uh, they're a big cannabis uh, company. And uh, they're now in Florida, but in, in LA, um, they have like the prettiest uh, weed I've, I've ever seen. Um, they shared it and that, that's what got like my name out there. Like, uh, cause I, am the owner. He's a, he's a, a supporter of clean, uh, clean agriculture. And, uh, but when, uh, so, so, uh, in February, so I, I, I posted that in January and, uh, in February of this year, I actually flew to Austin with, with my buddy, Adam, and we, we went to Joe's show two nights in a row. It was like Valentine's day and the day after, uh, at the, uh, Vulcan yes. in Austin. Yeah. We, and we, uh, we watched cause I just wanted to like talk to him and be like, Hey, like I, I want, like I tagged him in all the posts I, I, cause I, I want to get on the show. Um, and like tell the whole world all this, but, uh, um, and I, I thought I would hopefully be able to get his attention, but, uh, no, he's pretty insulated there, man. But Ron White was fucking hilarious. Tony Hinchcliffe was hilarious. And then, yeah, Joe, I'd never seen him live before. And it was like, I was sore the next day from laughing yeah, so hard. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you, you get to hang out with those guys all the time. That's awesome. No, not all the time anymore. Back before we were married and had kids, you know, when you're when you're married and you have kids, you don't do that much hanging. I don't hang out with anybody to tell you the truth. I teach jujitsu. Um, yeah. I, I make music. I uh, oh yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much it, man. And do a little comedy every now and then. Uh, you know, once a month, twice a month, I'll go up on stage and you know that's really just yeah, yeah, fuck around. Um, that's cool. Andrew, you're a bad yeah. motherfucker, man. How I, I'm gonna hook you up with some some growers. I know some growers. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man. I I didn't even think about uh, the cannabis aspect of what you do, but that oh that yeah, seems we, like that seems like the way to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, yeah. I like the Insta the my Instagram site is uh is mainly towards cannabis growers and uh like I started getting followers just offering advice 
because cannabis growers love to just spray. And uh, I think as it becomes more and more legal, I think the uh, the the uh, cannabis growers can learn a lot from the big guys, but the big guys can learn a lot from the cannabis growers. Like they, they need to share knowledge, like the yeah. soil health, the, the, the way that they, the living soil uh, is amazing what they do with cannabis. And then, but the, and the indoor, uh, what I want to do is eventually is to, uh, is to go from greenhouses to indoor uh, lima bean plant production so I can grow my spider mites indoors and I have a whole like business plan. It would be like a 90% profit margin. I make like 20 million a year, 90% profit. Hell yeah. If, if I could do it indoor, uh, off grid using renewable power, like it would be amazing. Andrew, uh, Andrew, how, how yeah. can my, how can my audience get a hold of you? I know I got a lot of weed growers out there yeah. from your Instagram. Yeah. Shoot a DM to add biotactics or uh, at, give us a call. At, at biotactics. Biotactics, okay. one word. And uh, on Instagram or, uh, yeah, shoot a DM. I'm the one that, that runs the account. Um, or email me, andrew at venomite.com. That's our, uh, that's our, that's our trademark. Uh, predators that are raised using our processes are trademarked as uh, Benamites. So Benamite.com is our uh, is our website. And uh, so Andrew at Benamite.com or call the farm 951-943-2819. Beautiful. Thank you, Andrew. You're awesome. Good luck with uh, you. what you're what you're uh, getting into um, yeah. legally uh, uh, with, I'm, uh, with big ag. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying to find someone that that can uh, restart the, uh, the research study that, uh, Dr. Sarah Zukov was just fired for doing. So, you know, anybody in like some, uh, universities that can, uh, I, don't, willing to I do can't it. help you there, dog. I don't know. Nobody in college. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. my friends are retards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. dude. Thank you, man. You have a good Th- night. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, dude. Thank you very much. See ya. All right, uh, Judy. Judy, how you doing? I, I'm I'm from the press. There's a consp- is... conspiracy about the uh, space shuttle. No, I want to be polite. Um... Howdy. I'm just doing some filming. What? Just anything we can see. We're just doing a documentary. It costs NASA three billion dollars per year to operate the ISS, and if they don't have a darn good explanation as to why they're faking these videos, I and the public would like a darn good explanation as to where our tax money is going. There is no proof of gravity. Of course, that's how science actually works, is you do an experiment that shows you what the cause of the effect is, and you can manipulate electrostatics and cause the effect of downward acceleration, commonly referred to as gravity. Of course, I've never seen a test that manipulates space-time, and you will never see that. It doesn't exist. The world is bigger than we know. The government is hiding more land. They've taken our focus and put it up there and not to the outer land. Once you start paying attention and have an open mind, then you'll start to see that it's it's so obvious. So ultimately the master plan in all of this is to fake an alien invasion. You guys are just confused where they come from. They don't come from some far off planet trillions of light years away. Old documents, patents, 
US government, Russia government, German government, everyone. They're using electrostatics and other technology to maneuver around. Maybe they're even just pulling energy out of the air. The government is so evil that they're devising any type of plan that they can to manipulate people into one world government. Pay attention. What's stopping you? You've never seen curvature with your own eyes. You never felt the earth spinning. You never, you've never been able to observe and measure these claims. What's up, y'all? I'm in a flat earth film. It's called Level With Me. It's a masterpiece. His new film, his new documentary, Level With Me. Judge all you want. I'm changing the world with or without your support. Fucking film of the year. I'm going to go out there and say it right now. He's an incredible uh, video editor, and, he, and he, he knows what people what people respond to. So he's basically using that system, that, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. He's putting truth, 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 truth in your face. I'm, I'm packaging it. It's like an hour format where it's so gripping that uh, you can't deny it. You're like on the edge of your seat, it's like keeping you going. You're like, whoa, what are these guys talking about next? And we have such a shortage of that. And it's such an impactful thing where an hour can like actually change someone's life. Next. Sometimes when we're watching the uh, ISS footage, we'll see the uh, astronauts sometimes connected to like wires and harnesses. Level with me. Level with me. Visit levelwithmefilm.com for more information. Hey, dude, that film was fucking gangster. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. The Jiu-Jitsu Dojo is the ultimate training ground for life. Jiu-Jitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being your consciousness, your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to. Happy birthday, Eddie Bravo. I leave for Brazil tomorrow. Are you the fear factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over, time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was, man. It was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention. You created your own shit and figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu. It shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself, and you use your creativity, and you push through. Your own human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide, and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Eddie Bravo. I hope to see you on the mats. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.